Hey guys, welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. This is an episode that uh, Mr. Bilbo Baggins and myself shot, um, kind of like a shoot the shit episode. We want to bring more of these to you guys um, every couple of weeks. Um, I think my voice just broke then. I actually am nine years old at the moment. Um, yeah, we want to bring more of these shows um, to you guys just to let you know sort of what's going on in our lives and um, just a bit more of a lighthearted, banterous sort of uh, episode. Um, we go into uh, to some fears that we have, to uh, to some other things, which is pretty cool. It's a uh, short episode. We'll uh, just hit you with um, our sponsors. We, uh, we've we had Loxam Solutions and NDO Subs, and they've uh, officially run out. So we are looking more for more sponsors, guys, but um, we'll give them a uh, a bit of a touch-up on the show anyway. Loxam Solutions is a boutique consulting and business support company focused on business consulting and commercial services. Go to www.loxamsolutions.com.au and NDO Subs guys ndosubs.com don't put the AU in they are uh, no days off supplements guys newly formed company Macca swears by them get on their supplement shit it's going to help you uh, in everyday life um, I love them Bill loves them um, Bill's best mate Doug loves them they, uh, they work really well um, also two guys Adventure Fit Travel so they've just released their Philippines um, tour, or their Philippines holiday coming up in November. Jump on board that one, guys. It's like a seven-day short little trip, kind of like the Bali one that we um, just did. It's going uh, to be bloody insane. And, of course, Mr. Spud Dimitri Clockoff will be there again. Make sure you guys don't clock off and jump on the holiday. It's going to be unreal. All righty, guys. Enjoy this show. Now, before we do this... Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone in the universe? What is the future of the Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. So, uh, Tommy, what's been going on, mate? Give us a give us a rundown. Um, well, I'm uh, heavily into um, training at the moment. Balkan phase. Balkan for, phase uh, for all the ladies out there. I am um, I'm bulking at the moment, guys. So I'm putting on more muscle, which obviously makes you more attracted to me. Um, <laughs> you say more attractive to men. Yeah, I hopefully said me there, not men. Oh, well, it's a man for all the people, for all the blokes out there. <laughs> uh, nah, so just trying to put on um, some some strength, um, and then therefore sized for um, for um, hopefully my numbers go up because I do have some serious goals for CrossFit that I'd like to um, hopefully. How are you going achieve. about that then? Like putting the putting the dirty bulk in your system. Oh yeah, it's um, you still look skinny, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> look, hey, under a certain light, skinny. I look big. S K I N N Y, really uh, kind of weed like. So it's not like that thing where if you called me fat, it was with a PH. It was like nah, you look fat. It in a wasn't bad way. like I didn't have an East Side symbol coming <laughs> yeah. at you. It's you, legit. You, had a you look rubbish, shaka. man. You look rubbish. <laughs> Just kidding. Shit. Just kidding. Just... What have you really been doing though? Like, what's yeah. your what's your diet that you've been yep. doing to put on this weight? Drinking a shit ton of milk. Good. So full cream, obviously. Yeah, full cream. Yep. Um, 
there's a lot of negative stuff out there about milk and dairy in, in general in a sense that, you know, um, it can cause an inflammatory response to the body. You know, Some raise, people just don't like cows either. Yeah, well, that's right. What's wrong with cows? They <laughs> sound funny and they're... <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. So how much milk are you getting in? Probably two and a half to three... Two, two and a half litres a day. It's solid, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, that, I mean, that's a supplement to my supplements, like protein, branch chains and that, creatine. And food as well. So, but I've I've finally found a system that works for me where I can keep it um, frequent enough. So mm-hmm. every eight sort of every three hours, where I don't feel just shit and bloated all the time. It's hard, isn't it? Oh man, I sucks. fucking hate it, man. Are you doing it at the moment? Um, I got up to eighty-five kilos pretty quickly, mm. um, which was sweet. Which is where I wanted to get to. Well, not to where I wanted to get to, but that that was easy. Then it was just like putting the cream on top or yeah. whatever I can weigh. So 88's where I want to kind of be. I'm about 87. Yeah. But I got a comp in a couple of weeks, so I've tapered right back on just the eating heavily, you know, trying yeah. to get as much stuff in as possible. But It's hard for you because you've got a weight class. I mean, I don't have a weight class. With nah, cross, cross if feet, I so. didn't have a weight class, I'd just be a fucking bin. getting getting as, just, just a huge fat human. <laughs> <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. I wash myself with Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> so I... Uh, yeah, I'm about 87, which is pretty sweet. I've got a comp in a couple of weeks, so I want to try and get down to 85, which would be no worries. I just yeah. for me, I just have to eat a little bit less. Yeah, my metabolism, my metabolism will take care of that. Yeah, and then should there be any issues, I'll just do a little bit of um, a little bit of weight cutting towards the end of the week before the comp. What's the comp? Uh, it's just just a weightlifting comp, just a just a regular weightlifting comp throughout the year. I yep. think it's the last time I get a chance to qualify for nationals. Ooh. No, it's not the last chance, but it's a chance. What do you have to hit? Um. Got to hit a hundred and well, got to hit two forty-two total. Okay, two forty-two total, mm. um, which I should hit quite comfortably. Yep, I, th- I should be good for one hundred five, one ten, and I'm going to open on probably one thirty-five in the cleaner jokes, which is two forty. So you'd want a one ten snatch and one thirty, CJ. Yeah, but it'll probably be more. You can hit a one thirty, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I will Fuck open. Yeah. I will open on one thirty-three, one thirty-five. Oh, okay, reckon, that's which fine. is oh cool. Yeah, so but I think. I think it should be in the books. The snatch on a good day, who knows? Maybe you get one ten, one fifteen. Yep. But even on a bad day, if I hit one oh five, which I haven't missed one oh five in a while, mm-hmm. I should hit one thirty five, one thirty seven, pretty comfortably in the clean yeah. joke. So I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Pretty confident. So. Well, that'd be good. Should be good. But yeah, with the bulking, I was just um, I was just trying to get as much calories in as possible. And yeah. It's cool, but I just can't be bothered eating tons oh. and tons of food because I don't have to. I'm not trying to be an exercise racer like yourself. Trying. Be the fittest man on the planet. Yep. For me, I just wanted to get calories in the easy way. And that is just, you know, getting heaps more shit in. Real calorically thick smoothies and lots of rubbish and junk food, you know, which is what Ivan, my coach, got me to do. But it's actually been tougher than I thought because you just feel shittier. Oh, man, you feel... Well, the thing is, I was having this this discussion with um, one of my friends. And, um, yeah, I've got a friend. And... um, <laughs> You said friends is, for some reason. Yeah, I know. I you should have said your a friend. friend. A friend. Your yeah. friend. My, fr- my one, one single friend. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Steve, how are you, mate? <laughs> um, Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> Montgomery. <laughs> he hasn't called in a while, has nah, he? Nah, he's been quiet. What a fuck with Steve. Where is Go he? on. Let's. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so the body doesn't recognize, you know, broccoli or a donut. Mm. It, it, it goes, okay, what can I use um, to provide me with fuel? Is it a carbohydrate or a fat? or a protein and things like that. And although I do agree in some regard in terms of in, on that side to, um, you know, the dirty bulk, 
from a mental perspective and a health perspective, it just doesn't make you feel good. You nah. know? I guess the, the trade-off right. is that if you're really trying to put on a lot of weight, it's easy. There's no, it's, it's easy. Much you can easier. drink a lot of, you know, you can drink milk, you can, you can eat shit. Well, both times I've come it. back from injury, I've done it quickly. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I was, I think it was like October 2014 when my back had just exploded, but I just started coming back to training and then I was, when I'm not training, I'm about 80 kilos. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm back to training. I want to get back up to 85. I got up to, Ivan said, I want you to dirty bulk. I want you to do as much shit as possible. I was Snapchat, uh, not Snapchat, um, photograph, taking a photo. <laughs> Fucking hard to say. Drawing a picture. Photographing. Yeah. Um, I was taking a photo of like McDonald's and, and Big M's and donuts and stuff. Sending them to, to Ivan, my coach, and then he would, he would be, um, yeah, good boy, good stuff. Keep it up. But is, he, was, is he being himself? Nah, oh, no. No, he's not a bin. He, he's a uh, he's a good. At, he's a small dude. Hey? Yeah, he's like about three foot eight. Yep, like a dwarf. <laughs> good <laughs> he's, guy. Uh, he's semi dwarfish. <laughs> but um, do you need? D- does he know Snow White? Um, no, he wasn't one of those dwarfs. <laughs> okay, he did yeah. get a gig. Yeah, but um, shout out to Ivan, my weightlifting club. Probably, the boys are probably listening. <laughs> hey, shout out to Snow White. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. I've just realised I'm in heaps of trouble. He does my programming. <laughs> twelve by twelve clean pulls at ninety yeah, percent. Fuck. Right. <laughs> Four hundred uh, squat. <laughs> But um, shit. But anyway, so I was just doing the my dirty bulking is only for a matter of time. Like it was only uh, in like six months ago before I injured my, the last time I injured myself when I decided right I want to get to a position where I'm a strong not 85 kilo. It took me like it took me seven weeks. Mm. Uh, seven weeks. It took me one week to put on seven kilos. Oh really? Yeah. It was really really quick. Did I say one week? Uh, I I kind of zoned out. Fuck. <laughs> oh no, you said one week. I meant to say one month. Oh, one month. One month to put on seven kilos. So, for the third okay. time. Yep. For the third time, sorry, <laughs> listeners. So one month to put on seven kilos. So it was really quick. Ate as much shit as I could. Got to that point. Then it was just, okay, now I can start to clean my diet up. Yep. I don't have to eat like a pig. You know, it'll be sweet. And it got me there. It got me what I wanted. And then that was, I actually got injured again. And now I've done the same thing, basically. But I'm a naturally pretty good eater. So it's yep. hard to put so much fucking sugar in your system you and feel not bad, feel man. a little shitty. See, that's the thing though. That's the thing. pimples and shit. Yeah. Well, I'm the, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. The thing is, I, whenever, I mean, I'll never call it a dirty bulk. Like I'm mm. trying to put on, a, you know, weight. You're not dirty bulk. I'm not dirty bulk. No. Yeah. And the, the biggest thing that I can differentiate the two is I'm not eating unnecessary sugar. Mm. Sugar for me is just, it just doesn't help at all. There's sugar in a lot of stuff that you know you can eat to bulk, but I find that milk has um, a great balance of the three macros, and you can get a lot through that. There's a bit of sugar in that, but it's not mm. it's not shit sugar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. that's but, good. So what else has been happening? How's training going? Yeah, training's going really well. We're just doing um, some strength training at the moment. I haven't done a, a wad or a workout in the day in well a true wad in God knows how long because um, I can't be bothered. But um, yeah, that's going really well. I'm really getting into um, my guitar at the mm. moment. I can't stop playing. I really, I put, I've started. You should keep playing as much as possible. Yeah. Refine. Yeah. Well, your, uh, um, your, your skills. Well, the thing is, terrible, I, we always skills. need more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like, we need more. Uh, we need more songs on the show. No, we do. <laughs> Not to keep doing that. And um, I've done more songwriting, but I've also been applying to um, uh, pubs to do some like really? live gigs there. Well, I mean, like I love it, you know. So. I may as well get paid for doing something I love. Well, putting yourself out in front of people like that, you're always going to, you know, better yourself as yeah. a person, find out a little bit more about yourself. I like doing stuff like that. Yeah. It scares the shit out of me. That's scary. Um, that's why I like doing Toastmasters for a little yeah, while. Yeah, man. I I'm, need to join you on that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing it oh, anymore. I don't I'm, need to join you on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I had to get rid of it, mainly because, well, time-wise a little bit, but 
I've made time for to go back to studying Spanish, which is sweet, but it fucking just stressed me out, man. Yeah. It stressed me out Scary. too much. So I got to the point where it was like I was having a bit of a stressful kind of couple of weeks at work or whatever, or probably month, and then I just thought I can't I can't be bothered with this right now. Mm. Had too much going on. Added stress. Yeah, so I just wanted to get everything else sorted. And then I've kind of promised myself that I'll go back to it because it's something that I'd fucking love to be able to stand up and speak oh. in front of people. I can do it now. Well, you and I did it together when we worked together. Yeah, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> Three <laughs> speak people. for about 30 seconds <laughs> about fucking what's going on in that day yeah. and a workout. I think it's a little different. It's a little bit different. It's, it's definitely, that, that definitely helped my public speaking a little bit. Yep. But being, like being in front of people and doing that, you know, helps a little bit. And this helps a ton, but... The actual art of public speaking, like you go to these um, um, Toastmasters classes and there's dudes that get up there and, and girls, guys and girls, that get up there and just fucking, it's like you want to give them an applause. Mm. Like mm. it's sick. Mm. Crew that have been doing it for 10 or 15 years and they can just enthrall an audience, you know. You, you're laughing your head off but then, then bringing you back into this story and it's a really, really good skill to have. So, so let, let's give it a plug. So let's say you go to, to Toastmasters. Do you just say... So someone points to you and says, "Hey, stand up, talk about chairs." Um, yeah, kinda. <laughs> it's like, a little bit like good. That. It's a little bit like that. Yeah. There's so they have a running sheet which will be like, um, it'll be yeah, the the play by play. So we'll start off with introductions of new members or, or whatever, and then it'll go to um, table topics, and I'll touch back on what that is. So it'll be like table topics, um, icebreaker speech, which will be someone's first speech, a prepared speech. Yep. Then it'll be. Um, more prepared speeches but just not first icebreaker speeches and then there'll be a business meeting at the end because they, they say that in this particular I don't know if they're in every Toastmaster but they want you to be able to talk at a business meeting and know the rules of a business meeting Yep. Um, and then there'll be incoming outgoing mail and whatever um, but mm. the table topics so it starts off as the intros and demos then table topics it's fucking intense man Yeah. it's really hard so what what it is is There'll be the guy up at the, at the lectern and he'll have a topic. So when the first session that I went to, the topic was um, the tennis because the Australian Open was on. Mm. And I think I discussed this maybe on another podcast, but it, what happened was they said they go around and they'll say, um, you'll, you'll be a member, so you're up for it at any stage. You're ready to be asked a question. Oh, right. And then if any guests want to put their hands up to um, take part, then they can. Yep. So I was sitting next to this dude and um, F- F- Sean, his name was. He's a really Siobhan. good guy. Siobhan. <laughs> Sean. 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 <laughs> Sean. He's a Commonwealth um, gold medalist, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, I forget. I think it like um, uh, what's that one where you stick the gr- uh, stick into the ground and you pin the pin the tail on the doggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you you pole vault. Oh, yeah. I think stick he was a pole vault in the ground. <laughs> yeah. I think he was a pole vaulter. He's not the redheaded dude. Nah. Oh. That's I know the guy you're talking of. Yeah, um, Ronald McDonald. Maybe he wasn't. Um, maybe he wasn't a pole vaulter. Anyways, a Commonwealth gold medalist. But I didn't know that until he did his icebreaker speech the next week. Mm. Anyway, he's sitting next to me at the start of these table topics, and the the, the guy at the lectern, um, he says, "Okay, is there any guests that would like to put their hands up for taking part in table topics? Because we're a little short. We need we need someone else." And I definitely didn't want to take part. Like it was mm. my first session. I'm not comfortable at public speaking, whatever. And Sean, like, but I'm people. Look at me and think I'm outgoing and loud. Yeah, yeah. I got a beard and you know yeah. I'm a. I, I got, <laughs> I've got a, beard. a tattoo of a chick doing I, a I got pool a of dance. Tattoo like. of a chick. I'm a, I don't know. People just think I'm more boisterous and like outgoing and into that stuff. So anyway, Sean's sitting oh, there dude. and he's. 
just pointing at me going, I'm going, shut the fuck up. Clearly he's got something in his throat as well. Shut the fuck up. Clear your throat somewhere else. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so they're like, Bill, would you like to... And everyone's looking at me, so I just hung my head in shame and said, yeah, all right, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) So my heart literally just started jacked. Just started... Um, So what happened was they went, went around and, for example, they would say... Tom, uh, so what are your thoughts on Rafael Nadal's early exit from the Australian Open this year? Yeah. And then you've got to stand up, boom, you're on, start of the clock, and then you've got 45 or 60 seconds. You have to speak. You have to stand up and speak. And how many people are you talking in front of? Um, it's probably like 15, 20. Oh, so it's not insane. Nah, it's definitely yeah. not insane. It's just the group, just the group in the room. But um, so they get around, they go through a few, a few of the... Uh, through the few of the regulars, few of the guys. I'm the only guest. Maybe there was one other guest that spoke as well. I'm not sure. Anyway, they get to me and uh, the uh, the guy. I think his name was Matt. The guy at the left. And let's call him Matt anyway. Yep. So Matt Matt looks at me and says, "Because you don't know when it's coming to you either." So he goes, "Bill, what are your thoughts on the finishing time of the the late Australian Open games? Do you think it's a positive or negative to have them finish so late, so midweek um, students um, students can go to the games?" Or maybe they can't because they, they finished so late. Basically, something about the schedule of... That is specific, as. Yeah, it was really specific. I mean, if you asked me it, I'd be able to probably talk about it. Yeah. You know? But I don't care and you don't care. <laughs> no, I genuinely couldn't give a fuck about no. it. But having said that, it's part of the task. So I was like, okay. Um, so what I did was... I'm sure I told you this before, but I'll, I'll, anyway. So he asked me the question and I said, okay, okay. I stood up slowly. <laughs> And I stood up. As soon as my knees locked out and I was standing upright, I said really, really quietly, I said, oh, shit, I'm nervous. <laughs> and then I said, um, and everyone laughed, which yeah. was all right. Yeah. And then I said, oh, fuck. Uh, and <laughs> so I started with, words? yeah, nah, I'm not sure. I think I did. I started with, um, ended with R, uh, and then I looked around and I just started sweating. My heart was racing so fast. I said, I'm going to sit down. I'll do better next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you never showed up again. <laughs> it was so fucked. So, um, oh man, it was one of those situations where you're just so fucking like... Oh man. Genuinely embarrassed. But at the same time, I'm an adult. I realize that that happens to people. So, you know, half an hour later, we had a break. And I was chatting to people, had a laugh. But it was all good. But it was... Um, so, that's, that's what happens at table topics. So, normally people will sit down and chill out and just like take it all in. But I decided to give it a crack and just I basically it was basically the equivalent of a dead set smoke bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you later, guys. Except everyone saw you smoke bomb. So <laughs> and it's I, a complete I just had to sit down. Smoke bomb. Yeah, it was actually the opposite of a smoke <laughs> it's, bomb. It was a dead, yeah, the complete opposite of a smoke bomb. It's a hey guys, I'm leaving and embarrassingly walk away. <laughs> I'm leaving. But I'm not gonna actually leave. Yeah, I'm gonna sit down in front of you. You guys can point and stare and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you know, it's actually really interesting you spoke before about how everyone thinks you're a really, you know, outgoing person mm. and all this sort of thing and you're just totally not internally. Mm, so, nah, me, my mum is um, a huge role model for me and um, she'll be listening on this. So, um, thanks. Um, you can pay me that $50 later, mum. <laughs> um, but... Um, www.tommysmum.com. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, please don't look that up. That is <laughs> a... Uh, no. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah... She should often talk about how, um, you know, people perceive her to be some really sort of outgoing, um, funny, would never get anxious sort of person. And she's the complete opposite, but yeah. she, she learned to sort of um, act that way. And you, you eventually, you know, fall into sort of habitual fav- um, 
habitual behavior and you can start to become the person who you're trying to be or trying to act like being and this this um this friend of mine i remember that i was at a party and i was going through a, a shit ton of anxiety at the time and um this friend of mine um I, I was sort of like talking to her about it and i'll never forget the words that she said but but you're tom ahern and it created so much anger in me mm. and i was like God, no one knows who I am. Like this, no shit, you know. And it's I just, the same thing. Yeah, it's kind I of. I get like, called arrogant. Yeah, I've been called arrogant before because I remember the first time I got called arrogant. I um, or I heard that I'd been called arrogant was I was walking down the so I lived right next to Rye Back Beach. Yeah, and I was walking the Back Beach entrance was like just a single lane road basically with like gravel on each side, and I'm walking down on the left with Robbie and James Frey. Like Frey's my best mate. Rob's yeah. his little brother, good friend of mine. Well, I'm like 15, 16. Walking to the beach, I think we had surfboards in our arms, whatever. And on the other side of the road was Anders Lukies, Jess Lukies. So these are our neighbours, okay. like young kids, kind of. Yep. They're, they're like a young, year or two younger than me. And maybe someone else. I think there was three people. They were on the other side of the road. And I got along with those guys really well. Yep. But anyway, um, what happened was we're walking along. And you know when you're kind of walking towards someone and you try and make eye contact to say hello? Yeah. But they're not making eye contact with you? Yep. So I'm walking along, just talking to the boys. I look over. Oh, they're not looking. I don't want to fucking look, yeah, make yeah, it look yeah. like an idiot. Um, talking the boys look over they're not looking to it. and anyway what's happened is we've walked straight past each other without yeah. saying anything you know and at this stage I'm thinking ah oh, fuck you know like that, that sucked that, that sucks. was really weird yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know you and, and the whole time that I'm walking towards Jess and, and Anders I was thinking when are they going to look over mm. you know oh, that's the guys want to say good day and stuff and you know mm. I'm awkward inside of myself you know that whole and then I see Jess at a party like a couple of weeks later. This is like, like I said, 15, 16. It's like some sort of house party or whatever. Yeah. And um, I get there and Jess comes up to me and she goes, oh, Anders thinks you're so arrogant for the other day. Really? You know, like, yeah. Because I didn't, because because me, I didn't say hello and stuff. Because yeah. I was... When you actually were trying to say hello. Yeah. And it's just, but people have no idea what's actually going on Inside behind, behind the scenes. So I've yep. started to take that on board with my weightlifting club at... There's, there's like, um, there was a girl that came in recently who's really, really shy, and, you know, I'm never ever rude to anyone, mm. but I, I also sometimes, because I'm kind of like reservedish and I'll just chat with my mates, I don't go out of my way to yeah. make people feel welcome. Yeah. So I've started to try and come out of my shell and go over and go, hey, what's going on? Where are you from? Yeah. Like, what's going? Where? Are, uh, who are you? And then, because I think. Because when I went into Phoenix, when I started at Phoenix, I walked in and I was nervous as fuck yeah, for so yeah. long. Yeah. Especially with the afternoon crew because they're just really tight, cl- like like clicky but like awesome, yep. like still just tight mates. Really. Um, all pretty high level as well. Yeah, all yeah. pretty high level. Pity came third in the national championships last Matthew. year. Liam's yeah, second in, in the national championships. Um, so for me to break in with those guys took a little bit of time, but I was nervous as hell. I could get anxious and nervous and yep. stuff. So I'd been trying to look at it shoe on the other foot, mm. you know, and, what and is it because like? yeah, it's important. Yeah, because I'm now one of the louder people at the weightlifting club. You yep. know, know everyone. I'm around people that I'm friends with. I'm very loud and yep. boisterous and stuff. So if I break the ice with somebody like that, who's then they feel more friends with everyone. Mm. You know, I think mm. it's important for yeah, in, in certain situations to know where you kind of are in other people's eyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's it's like you said, it's so interesting to see how you perceive sometimes. Mm. I mean, an, a member at um at uh, the gym that I work at a couple of months ago said, you know, you just give great briefs. So we we do a, a thing at um at our CrossFit where you, you know, you talk about the workout and what's going on. So you give a brief and it's about a 2-minute 
speech. And it's mm. like, sometimes we can speak to four people. Sometimes we can speak to <clears throat> 24 people. You know, we, me and a, um, a mate did a, did a class a couple of weeks ago for, oh, well, not a couple of weeks ago, uh, for Anzac Day that we had sort of 43 members in. So it was really? huge. Yeah. Jeez, that's big. Yeah, so it's a full, full-blown public speaking thing. Yeah. And that's something that's always been like a massive fear of mine. Anyway, one, the, the chick said, you know, oh, you just give such good briefs. And I remember thinking, really? I'm nervous as fuck when I'm up there. And now, now I'm sweet. Now I'm yeah. not anymore. But that was the hardest thing for me to get my head around. It's like, I've got to public speak every single day for work. Mm. And even when I was freaking out in the car, I was driving to work, I was always freaking out. You know, 5.30 a.m., I'd always have like full-blown panic attacks and shit. Mm. And I was like, oh, man, you know. It's hard, isn't it? Oh, it's scary. But you just, you're just, you're just like, you know, deep down that this is all worth it because it's going to make you so much better. You know, always like walking through that, that fear wall. Yeah, that's, like that. I think anything that scares you that you can get over yeah. is something that's going to make you better. This is the yeah. diving thing. Yeah. I was talking about diving. Yeah, that's right. Just, just before, for the listeners, because actually you weren't in the conversation, me and Tom, we haven't before, but <laughs> um, talking about the US Games trip that I'll be going on later on in the year. Um, and I was discussing the fact of maybe going to Honduras. Um to do some diving because diving, I mean, we did it on the on the Bali trip that we just got back from. It was sick. It was really good. I'd never really done it before. Mm. But the other thing is, I'm not that comfortable with open water. Yep. You know, I've always, I actually feel more comfortable. Well, it was such a small dive when I was in Bali, so I knew there was no sharks. But I've, I think I'd probably feel a little more comfortable diving. Is it because of the sharks? Or just, just because just of not knowing where you darkness are. Darkness of the water. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yep. sharks a little bit, but just like, open water you know how it's just a little freaky it's the unknown man Mm, it's fucking freaky yeah but diving something that I've always been like oh that'd be so whatever but I genuinely really liked it in Bali when we did it on the the, it wasn't Bali actually it was Gilly Island but I want to get my dive ticket because I enjoyed it but secondly because it's something that I've never been super comfortable with Mm. so I want to kind of explore that I know we discussed this in another podcast about like it's it's okay to to have fears and and yeah. things that you worry about, but also yeah, it is good to try and put yourself in a position where you're out of your comfort zone because you can only really become comfortable or, or learn. Yeah, learn yeah. and just yeah, it's just a good position and and a good experience. I think. Yeah, is that your biggest fear? Would you say open water? Yeah. Um. No, I don't know. I wouldn't really call it my biggest fear because it's not like I think about it more than no, no. Like a, a couple of seconds here and there if I'm yeah. surfing or whatever but it's just not like it's a little thing that it sounds to me like it's a little thing that doesn't sit right with you yeah, so maybe so like I'm I'm like huge crowds fucking travelling through dangerous countries you know things that scare other people put them off don't scare me at all yeah um, the ocean yeah just something I've never been I'm not I'm not going to say I haven't thought about fucking getting my uh Tootsie's bitten off by a little great white when I'm out, <laughs> out the surf, you know. Do you want to uh, specify what you mean by uh, Tootsie's? <laughs> you mean your feet? Yeah, my, my feet. Good. But, um, yeah. Toots mine off. <laughs> yeah. I spoke about um, one of my biggest fears on the show we did with the Mind Muscle Boys. Yeah. Um, fear of ghosts. Yeah. And that's I, a weird one, man. Really weird, isn't that's it? That's so... That is and it's not, strange. Yeah, it's, it's not going to lie to you. Well, you get along really well with Jill because she keeps we keep having this argument... Um, about whether ghosts are real. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you probably wouldn't God. like it. Hey, look, look, she's 100% on the ghost. Let's pop the heart rate up now. Yeah. <laughs> she's, a, um, she's 100% on the ghost bandwagon. Really? Yeah. Sends me links to all, like, tags oh. me on Facebook on all, like, shit about ghosts being real. Paranormal activity is real. Because she thinks Shut I'm up, weird. Jill. She thinks I'm weird that I think that aliens are real. Really? But what I mean by that is... She doesn't believe in aliens. You are kidding What me. I mean by that is, I 
believe that there's life yes. in the solar system. Yes. I think it'd be anyone that doesn't think that's got to be super ignorant. Super ignorant. Yeah. Or hasn't done the math. Yeah. But um, so she thinks that's. She thinks basically I'm living in a Star Wars fantasy and I'm thinking she's living in a fucking Casper the Friendly Ghost fantasy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I really genuinely think I'm closer to the mark. Yeah, I think you are as well. By fucking 50 trillion million hundred thousand times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So just but a little bit. You don't agree because you. Well, no, no, no. I don't. See, that's the, that's the, that's the OCD thing about yeah. this. So I, I don't believe in ghosts, but I feel as though if I ever said that and I really believed it when I'm alone in my room, you know, then ghosts would show themselves to me to prove that they are real. And that was the biggest fear I had. And I'm sweet with it now. Mm. I'm actually, I reckon I can probably honestly say with you now that I'm better than I've ever been with it through self-awareness and meditation or whatever you want to call it. But um, the way I got through that, when we're talking about like pushing through the fear and all yeah. that sort of stuff is I would, um, when I was having a huge panic attack about it in my bed, when I thought like fucking ghosts are out to get me and all this sort of stuff and I could hear creaks of the floorboards and chains and all this sort of stuff um, Fuck. which is nothing sounds um, hectic close yeah I mean this is talking you know uh, three or four weeks ago man it's talking six months ago really yep no no joke no Shit. joke have does no it idea come in and out like yeah, you have it does. stretches a couple of years where you'll be sweet yeah. and then yeah I'm like the happiest well, I've ever been in my life at the moment, so, <laughs> so it's not really that. It's so weird. It's so weird. But the thing is... It's just is, crazy what the mind does to you, though. Oh, that's why I love it now. I've become one with it. I want to get like a ghost tattoo. All my tattoos are like derived from becoming... just get tattooed white. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much already that way. <laughs> Whiter. Yeah. But um, I would Someone. get... Um, when I was having a big sort of fear sesh, I would... um. Get super naked. I don't know why I got naked. <laughs> super naked. <laughs> what do you mean super naked? Well, as naked as oh, you can. Oh, like I took off my clothes off, so I was naked, but then I peeled my skin back, so I was yeah, super naked. I was super naked. So, you can so, see, you can see so bones. Super, so super fucking naked. It was, it was crazy. I got super naked. And, super um, naked. I, um, yeah, I don't know why I got really naked, but I always just used to get naked. And <laughs> Can you just say naked? Naked yeah. naked. I got naked. I got naked. Yeah. yeah. And then I would um, climb into my bed where it was like, like where all the ghosts are, yeah. and I would just hang out there and try to like stay there for as long as possible to, to make myself used to what it's like to be in a full-blown like panic attack. Yeah. And after 20 minutes or so, or how I remember one time I was in there for 40 minutes, I remember. So you deliberately just, put yourself through a panic attack yep. to prove to yourself... That it's all my control. So mm. I'm making it... Is that it, like a theory that you've, theory that you've researched? Like yeah. you've learned? Or, or that's a that's a, a, a anxiety yeah. theory? Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's a... It's technique to technique. get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. It's something that I, I found has been the best possible thing I've ever done in my whole life. Right. That's a big call, but it's made me the person I am today. And um, there'll be a moment where you won't think about it and then you'll have a thought where like, oh, shit, I haven't thought about that. And then it's like, bang, I just proved that it's all in my head mm. because if it wasn't, there would be a ghost right there and there's not. And then I use, I apply that to every single thing in my life right now. Um, you know, CrossFit, uh, that's, the, that's the reason I love CrossFit so much is because it's a great application for life if you have a task ahead you do it as best you can as fast as you can and there's going to be a moment in that in that wad for example or when you're under the barbell or you know same as weightlifting any sort yeah. of physical activity where it's kind of like shit i can't do this and i'm really hurting and all this sort of stuff it's like nah push through it mm. it's good that it's hurting it's making you a better person um that's why i love it so much just looking at that fear wall and going you know there's time and a place as well you don't yeah. have to do it all the time. Nah, it's pretty fucking stressful. It, yeah. You know? But yeah, it is. Always trying to... Better yeah, there's definitely a time and a place. There's definitely, a, definitely a time and a place. When we had that chat with Michael Inglis, that was a big thing for me. Big thing. That, What's um, that? You remember how when you said, um, 
oh, you know, there's definitely time and place, and sometimes it's good to have fears. That, yeah. that really brought me down. Yeah, you know, it's healthy to healthy to have. I think it's, it's, it's really healthy, and that's something I didn't really grasp before. Well, the that other show. thing is, you don't have the time in in the fucking day to get over every single nah. thing that you're worried about in the world and fear in the world. Like yeah. for me personally, there's look, I can't think of off the top of my head, but there's a bunch of stuff that I know that I'm not quite comfortable with, but I'm busy mm. and I'm happy, mm. and I'm I don't have to for the sake of eradicating that certain fear yeah. or that fucking worry that I've had. I don't, you know, I don't personally need to. I think it's good to, like I said, with the, with the diving thing, that's a goal, you know, that's a yeah. goal. That's a goal that I, I want to do. And I also enjoy it. Like I said, I really enjoy the experience of diving. Mm. So I want to do more of it. So I'll put, make myself comfortable to do it. But in certain s- stages, you know, if there's something else that I'm not, that, that I, that I just want to get over for the sake of getting over it, you know, it's, it's neither here nor there. One thing that yeah. I would like to get over is I've got a little fear of like, Oh, it's weird. Like, have like an inferiority complex, mm-hmm. I reckon. And it started from when I. So my ex girlfriend, um, Cap, her she's she's awesome. She's a really good chick. Her family were terrible to me. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And um, I was I was from the peninsula, um, so it wasn't 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 the city. My my um, family weren't too well off. I drove a beat up panel van with a smash window in the back. I had a. <laughs> Bunch of ratty ass dreadlocks in the back of my head. <laughs> I was your dream. I was your dream son-in-law. Future you were, son-in-law. Yeah, you were a genuine bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, having said that, I was 21 years old with three properties. Super. Uh, I was in the leadership group of the football club. Um, like everything that I'd ever, I'd ever tried to do, I'd achieved. Yep. I, I was doing really well. Yeah. But that in senior that they just saw all this preconceived notion what they had in the head, which was fucking crazy. Some guy without a haircut. Yeah. Yep. But, but. I used to get blamed for everything. Like I'd get, I'd get um, Cap's mum coming and yelling and screaming at me, blaming um, she she would you know get in trouble at school or, or like um, lie about something and get in trouble at work, and she would always blame me. Mm-hmm. She was never a fucking liar before she met you. Yep. You're trash. You're dirt. You're this. You're that. And I never thought about it at the time, but I f- swear to God, it's made a lasting impact on me. Her dad was the same, and her dad. I won't go into for the sake of yeah for the sake of. Cap and that's yeah. I mean, we don't need to talk about yeah. about him. But they, it ended up. It got to the point. It was really funny because it got to the point where we went on family holiday. I went to um, where was it? Um, Inville. Uh, I forget where we went, but mm-hmm. we went on a like coastal holiday with them. I was really close with Andy. Still am. He's a haven't seen him in a while, but the little brother's a good friend of mine. Um, and we all went away, and it got to like the Sunday night. We're having a couple of drinks at this bar, so it was the relationship was okay. You know, yeah. they, they put up with me in the end, whatever. And then um, the mum and the dad had a, had a bit of a fight and um, Jenny, the mother, at one point said to me, um, I I'd kind of was talking to her about the, the fight that she'd had with, with Peter and just like chatting to her like I'd chat to you if you had something that upset you in your life. Yeah. You know? And we'd had a couple of drinks so I was a little loosened up. Wasn't drunk at all but a little loosened up and yeah, feeling, yeah. feeling comfortable and had this really good chat while everyone else was off doing other stuff and Jenny looked at me and goes, Oh my God, Bill! I can't believe how thoughtful you are. You're a really nice person, aren't you? And and I was like, "Is this?" And I said to something to Jenny, like, "Is this the first that you've time that you've noticed?" Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it got to the point where they ended up loving me, and she she loved me. But it took eighteen months. Okay, eighteen months. And I swear to God, like I never really thought about it at the time, but I'm definitely got a little bit of an inferiority complex these days around like rich people, really? people that think, yeah, that's why. I say it to people all the time I don't like going out in Melbourne because I don't like going out in Melbourne because 
or south side of the Yarra, St Kilda, Paran stuff, because I I don't give a fuck what really anyone thinks about me anymore. Yep. But I did for a while there. It yep. definitely it definitely made a lasting I think everyone effect. does to oh, a certain extent, but yeah. then you start to come out of that as you mature. Yeah, for I know, sure. I know and I still mean. do. I yeah, still yeah. do. But but I don't have so I'll go out in the city these days as, and I don't have I don't have any time for people that think they're better than anyone else. Yeah. Um and it's really um it's really basically only because what I went through with uh, with that family, it's gotten to the point where if someone won't give someone else a time of day, whether it be me, whether it be somebody else, then I don't have any time for yeah. it. I just won't put up with any of that yep. shit. I don't want to be around those people. And No, there's no need to be. Melbourne is full of those people. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's something that's... Um, yeah, I've kind of... It's not something that I think about too much, but I just... I'm not comfortable. I, I still don't think I'm comfortable in circumstances with people that are probably good people but have money and maybe I think that they might be looking down so uh, you know I just kind of like where where you think the perceived socio-economic background is higher than maybe where you were or yeah is that probably, what you mean? probably I don't really get much of that anymore now that I have adventure fit and you know whatever but it's just um it's a it's a it's a trait of mine that I wish I didn't think about like I said, these days it's probably all right. I just have a real low tolerance for people, mm-hmm. and that's probably unfairly though. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people that I look at and I, I won't give them much of a chance. Like if I see a little bit of, you know, snobbiness or snobbiness yep. or aloofness, I'll be like, that guy's a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that chick's yep. that chick's a moron, you know. Yep. Um, whereas you know, you really got to get to know people a little bit, a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, but um, it's tough. You can't be perfect though. You know, and no. I reckon the coolest thing about it is that you're aware of it. So you know that if you were to do something like that, to just brush someone off, you'd be like, "Oh, hang on a second. Like you've got a conscience there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which it's, I think is good to have. It's definitely something that's stayed with me, though. I, I think mm. I really, I got along with the family well in the end. But I think as a as a young dude, I was like, this is like nineteen, twenty, twenty one years mm. old, and fuck, you know, that did some damage to my self esteem at the time. Mm. Like say now I'm an adult and it's it's all good, but fuck, it's just some people really have to think about what the fuck they yeah, their yeah. actions do on other people. I reckon. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what else has been happening anyway, mate? You been uh, getting your swipe on? You getting a, getting a date on Tinder or <laughs> oh, what? A tin. Nah. No. My mate um recently added me back on Tinder again because there's, there's like this new thing now. <laughs> Man, your mate added you <laughs> yeah. on Tinder. You talk, we talk about Facebook or Tinder. <laughs> We're talking about Tinder. You can't add. No, no, no. On Tinder, so this is so this shows me that you've got a girlfriend. So, so I'm I'm out of the game. Yeah, you're out of the game. Have I been missing out on the updates? You've been missing out on the on the sessions. What do you mean? On the sessions. So is that French? Yeah, uh, well, it's a regional dialect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on Tinder now you can add you can add like groups. Okay, right. So you can add. So let's say me and like, you on Tinder, we can like add each other. Fuck buddies, southeast southeast side. Well, or it's something. pretty much it's pretty much betting around the bush. But yes, so really, you, you can pretty much you can. It's not. It's for more people to like go. It's out. mates though, right? It's it's no no. So it's like me and you. Yeah. If we were in a group and we swiped right and matched with a bunch of chicks, a bunch all, of chicks. Yeah. You can a also, group of chicks. A group of girls. You can group swipe. Wait, is it a group of? You're uh, taking the piss out of me here. No no, it's dead set. Wait, is it a group of girls or a murder of crows? <laughs> a pot of whales. What? Uh, a bunch of girls. Uh, a bunch uh, of flowers. A gang of bitches. A gang. <laughs> <laughs> it's the technical term. I'm pretty sure it's a gang. A gang, a gang of bitches. A gang. A gang. A damn bitches. A gang of damn bitches. <laughs> so if you swipe and you match with a gang of damn bitches, what happens? 
<laughs> well, if I swiped and matched with a gang of damn bitches, <laughs> I'd, I'd be very interested to see what sort of bitches I match with. Uh, uh, no, nah, but so you all start talking in a group conversation, and I guess the goal of what Tinder wants is for like people to start everyone going to fuck out each other. <laughs> Let's be serious. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the goal of Tinder. Yeah, that's right. But that's no, and that's why I don't like it. Like, it's just so bin. It's just nah, like I mean, good. it's all right, but it's just oh, I mean, it's okay. Tells the truth. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I'm, nah, a, I'm, I'm not. I'm not huge on it. I um. So the group thing, how's it work? So you all, so you've got like three people or something, or four. Say people. me and you're in a group. Let's say me, and you, and Mac are in a group. So we can example. go out on a me, you, and Mac can go out on a Saturday night. We can try and swipe yep. with groups of no, no. So you just we'll, we'll just be chilling here after after a show. And then we'll swipe with a bunch of girls or a bunch of... Like, you can even swipe with blokes. Like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, straight guys that swipe with straight guys. I'm happy to... Look, this I'm happy to swipe with guys. Yeah, that's right. I'm not against that. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's, a, it's 2016, guys. Yeah, I've touched dicks with many men. <laughs> it's, a, it's a true yeah. fact. Is that figuratively speaking or... No, seriously speaking. <laughs> yeah. We just think about that story. Seriously speaking. Well, I didn't tell the story, but yeah. I'll tell it one day. But go on. Tell it one day. Um, yeah, so you just... It's basically just become more social. and Make okay. it more mates. So, me, you and Matt could, like, you know, swipe right... Um, with a couple of girls, three girls, okay? Yep. And then we all start talking. It's like, hey, you going out this Saturday night? I don't know why we're talking like this, but yeah. Mm. And then you you know, you become mates with each other. And I guess the thing is like Tinder is so um, shallow that it kind of wanted to create a more... Um, social... Yeah. Social... More um, of a human interaction. Social media-ish group. Oh, it, it so is, yeah. Now, nah, but I've just been doing... That's lame. Oh, it's, it's lame-o. Tinder should just be straight up yeah. for use for what it's what it's, what it's supposed to be. Yep. Like, hey, how's it going? Bang. See you later. <laughs> See you later. I <laughs> know. Oh, but it, you, you're well, right. Well, not, not in a bad way. Nah. Like, I'm saying on both sides of fences. 100%. I, I think... Well, I mean, to some extent. But yeah. it shouldn't try and turn itself into... Facebook. No, it shouldn't be something else that it's not. Fuck. You should never be something. Should never. Should never be something you're not, Bill. So what do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's just say. Um, what does that mean? I was trying to be a giraffe. I mean, I'm not a giraffe. No. I'm a human. Still waiting for the. What's your point, though? <laughs> well, I mean, like, why would I try to be a giraffe? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> if I, okay, what's as this relating to Tinder? I don't, don't want to walk oh, around. Tinder's not shouldn't try and Sh- be, Tinder shouldn't be, be Facebook. Facebook. No, that's I'm right. Not, I'm not walking around with a big fucking long neck. Saying I'm not going to sit down or something, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not giving birth to you know four meter long <laughs> giraffes. I'm. I'm a human. So you are a human. Tinder. Don't be a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> pull you know your I mean? pull your fucking yellow and brown spots out of your yellow and brown asses Ass and get on get on the road again. <laughs> so you have been on some Tinder dates or nah. you've been laying low? Nah, I'm kind of laying. I'm kind of laying low. I'm trying to focus on um just training hard and um right. trying to get the radio show. So if there was, if there was a maybe say you know some sort of lady listener <laughs> lady out there, <laughs> it's uh it's Tom at adventurefoodtravel.com, right? <laughs> yeah, send me an email. That's what the, that's what the cool kids do. <laughs> hey Tom, um, you can tell I'm thirty and and <laughs> got a girlfriend. Send me an email. Yeah, you would have been on the MSN. MSN. Yeah, would you been on MSN, MSN Messenger? As a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking all Doing over like MSN. Movie Messenger. dates via MSN. Yeah. <laughs> lol, 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 lol. Dick pics via MSN. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding. Grandma just died. Lol. Only, no, I meant only, lots of love. Only kidding. I've actually only sent about three dick pics in my life. I feel very uncomfortable with the dick pic. But um, it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's just hard to get an angle. But yeah. um, yeah, I was on MSN Messenger. That was yeah. great. That was the that was the first of everything. I think the yeah. first of the social. Well, kind of like the first social network. There was MySpace. No, but didn't MSN Messenger come before that, or uh, around the same time? Well, I think the first—I I think the first social media thing would be the old string and tin can. 
I mean, that's, that's legit like primitive social media. Okay. Hey, did you hear what Johnny said to me via tin can? <laughs> yeah, he's um, standing four metres away. <laughs> um, but was it like um, MySpace and MSN Messenger came out at the same time, didn't they? Probably around the same time. Maybe early 2000s? Yeah. Maybe late 99. No, no. Yeah. No, no. Early 2000s. Yeah, I used to love it. I don't know why they got rid of MySpace. MySpace was rad. You always had Thomas and Mate. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy, mate, and Tommy you could put them, and you could put your own tracks on. Yeah, like you could put your own backgrounds and stuff. It was sick. It was really personalized. When I looked at Facebook, I was like, nah. "This will never take off." Yeah, who's this fucking Zuckerberg dude? Yeah, that's right. Um, Zuckerberg, do you work at KFC? You bin? <laughs> no, he's probably a good guy. Uh, Can I get the uh, large Zuckerberg with? Uh... <laughs> but um, I was surprised when Facebook took off. I, I suppose I was seventeen with MySpace. It was great for a seventeen-year-old. Mm. And then you know, Facebook was. More of an adult social media concept. And phones but, weren't really a thing then, were they? Uh, Apart I believe from phones were invented. Were they? Um, yeah, I think um, Alexander Bell or whatever his name was, probably like 150 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nah, that's true. I know what you mean though. But um, yeah, I, I was all for MySpace. But uh, what do you reckon, Tommy? Should we should we wrap it up? Have you got any riddles before we before we do? Yeah, mate. I actually do have a riddle. Um, what gets wetter and wetter the more it dries? Um... What gets wetter and wetter mm-hmm. the more it dries? Mm. Far out, I don't know. I reckon this riddle, out of all the ones that I say, is probably the one that stares at your face at the most. Wetter and wetter the more it dries. Yep. Uh, I'm just making noises so the listeners don't get bored. I have no idea, man. A towel. Fuck. Yep. How obvious is that? Solid. Yeah. That's a good riddle. Yeah. All right. What? Um, I've got another good riddle. Um, what goes all around the world but stays in one corner? A stamp. Uh, yes. You gotta <laughs> yes. stop, man. Did I say that one? I did. Yeah, I've said you that already four have. times now, haven't I? Yeah. Have you heard my Mexican fireman joke? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Shit. Have you heard my Thor joke? The listeners, the listeners have heard all these. All right. I'm um, not Thor though. Th- Thor's a funny one. You got the Thor joke. So Thor, everybody knows Thor's the the Avenger, the superhero. Yep. And um. Thor is making love, sweet, 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 sweet love to his uh, to his beautiful wife. Yep, He's, he would have a beautiful wife. Oh, he'd have a beautiful wife. Beautiful. Oh, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> and um, I could have been Thor. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and um, and um, he says like uh, they've just had an intense, beautiful love making session. And he says um, they're, they're super naked. <laughs> and um, he just he just rolls over and he says, look, you know, Joanne. <laughs> I um, I just I just have to let you know I'm, I I feel so at home with you. I'm, I have to let you know I'm, I'm Thor, and Joanne kind of looks at Thor and says, "You're Thor. I fuck I fucking can't move." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously implying that you know that he had a lisp. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. That's solid. You got a joke? Nah, nah. I'm not not really full of them. Yeah. Full of stories, not full, full of jokes. Shit, though. Yeah, full of shit. Everything I've said is a lie. Yeah, that's tonight. Right. Yeah. Um, apart from the dick thing. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Um, what do you reckon, man? Good Alrighty. sesh. Good sesh. Cool guys. We're gonna try and do more of this um, in the future. Mm. Every time we sit down and we we interview a guest, we're gonna try and give you guys a little taste of what we're up to. Um, we think we're pretty cool. <laughs> That's my doorbell. <laughs> That's my doorbell. Come AD, in. ADVF headquarters. That's right. <laughs> hey, brother, come on in. Um, <laughs> righty-ho, guys. Sorry for the 
unprofessional uh, end of the show. But yeah, we're going to do more of these and um, try and get you guys uh, interested in, in the happenings of, of your Our hosts. Life. And um, yeah, hopefully you like it. If you think we're jerks, let us know and we'll <laughs> stop doing this. Yeah. All right. Peace. Alrighty, guys. That was the uh, shoot the shot. Wasn't too bad. Wasn't too great. See what you think. In the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll be bringing you more, like I said at the start. So we'd love some feedback on that one. Locksam Solutions, guys. Go and visit locksamsolutions.com.au. NDOSUPS.com. Remember, the AU is not applicable. And uh, Adventure Fit Travel. Jump on board. Jump on board. Adventure Fit Travel. Did I just say travel? I definitely just said travel. Jump on board. Adventure Fit Travel. And uh, go and experience the world. Just go and go and just go. I want you guys to go. Keep listening to the show, but just go. <laughs> All right. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.